0: On the cover, four x rays of rib cages are pinned to the wall. In the first, lightning arcs around the ribs. In the second, twisted vines grow around the bones. In the third, shards of glass are scattered throughout the rib cage. The final x ray contains a cartoonish broken heart. Wonderworld Comics proudly presents The Heartbreakers, Volume 2, Heartbreak 101, Issue 1, Bone Crush.
1: Prepare yourself, dear reader, for another gripping tale of adventure, drama, and self discovery. This is Wonder World Comics.
0: Okay, we are going to be opening up our comic book in a high school classroom. It is the last class of the day. Um, This is a class that Steve and Ryan have together. Which class are you in at the end of the day, together?
1: Ooh. Yeah, history's a great end-of-the-day bummer class to be clock-watching in.
0: Yeah, so we are in history class at the end of the day. Um, you can tell that people are ready to be done with this class. I think we see our three protagonists all kind of checking the the clock, which is just about to hit the end of school. And then in the next panel, we see, sure enough, School bell rings, and that's the school day. Um, what do you do when school is
2: getting out, each of you?
1: Steve races outside and starts uh, sprinting to, like, um, I don't know. Do do he and Ryan have plans to, like, go superheroing? Because if not, he's just going to go change and, like, just go be a hero. It's the... What time it is.
3: I feel like maybe on this particular day, Ryan fell asleep at the end of history class. So (laughs) Steve like runs out and Ryan is still just like,
2: needs to be (laughs) (laughs) woke.
3: He's got his head on on the desk. Like, just.
0: (laughs) And what is Gray doing at the end of the school day?
4: Grayson is off to fencing practice in the gym. I don't think New Olympus South Burbs High had a fencing program before he came along and got kicked <laughs> out of Ainsley Academy, but he made sure they did.
0: Because he looks hot with a sword.
1: <laughs> Who doesn't, honestly? Very. I true. mean,
0: everyone looks hot with a sword as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> so we'll go ahead and jump back to Steve. Steve is literally running out of school, very excited to be heroing. Um, but given that some time has passed since our last little adventure, I think Steve is
2: going to have to roll for obligations oh, to see how yeah. things are being managed.
1: Okay. So, when time passes, roll to see how you're managing your obligations. Um, roll plus mundane, 8 is a hit. Okay, on 7 to 9, you've lapsed on one obligation your choice. Cool. On a hit. So on a hit, things are going pretty well and you have an opportunity or advantage thanks to one of your obligations. On a seven to nine, you've lapsed on one of them. Your choice. So I think I have lapsed probably most with Jeremy. I think I've just been like, you know, keeping my grades up and like as in like keeping my mom happy as best as I can. And then just kind of putting in bare minimum with the school newspaper to kind of get by. And then Jeremy's just been kind of tossed to the side. Unfortunately, there's just not enough Steve to go around. Well, yeah.
2: well, well. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I I think you get a text from Germ just verifying that you are going to to hang out this weekend and you're not going to ditch him again and it kind of comes through with the tone of someone who thinks this you might happen to do
1: yeah yeah repeatedly over the course of the last week and a half yes yeah no i shoot him a text message back that says yes i will absolutely be at raid um you can count on my mage to be there for for dps he gets ready. I've heard that they, before. Dot, dot, dot.
3: I feel like Ryan. Taken from real life experience at all. <laughs> can Can Ryan have woken up and caught up and be like reading your text over your shoulder?
0: Ryan's legs and, are much longer than Steve's, so
1: yes. And mm-hmm. just be like nerd <laughs> Oh, when did you get here? Look who woke up.
3: Yeah, I thought you were going to get me, but then some asshole, like shoved me to wake me up five minutes earlier. Gray shoving Ryan to wake
1: him up. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> I thought you were more excited to go
4: <laughs> His fencing bag just happened to smack Ryan, who was hanging out into the aisle. I see that. <laughs> just such an accident it was definitely intentional <laughs> but in in his eyes like almost charitable he could have left you there like a sleeping class like you know kind of
0: did
2: you a favor <laughs>
0: um gray what are you do like what is can you describe fencing practice a little bit what's your your kind of routine there is it a smaller club since it's new to
2: this high school or
4: yeah, I, I think it probably is. I think they probably had to import a fencing instructor that was also paid for with the St. James checkbook. And yeah, he's a saber fencer in particular, so he scores points with any hits along the tip or the uh shaft of the blade. So yeah, he's just kind of taking out his anger and frustration in a way he really enjoys with Probably some kid who doesn't deserve to be handled like he is being handled, or used as
1: a pincushion. He's just there to, for like, for like, you know, do like for some like pirates of the Caribbean cosplay purposes, and you're just beating the shit out. Of him.
0: <laughs> I'm sure he has a lot of friends in fencing club. <laughs> that seems likely to me. Um great. So Stephen Ryan, what what does you've decided you're going heroing like what what does the kickoff for that usually look like cuz right now you're just kind of standing in front of the school.
1: Mhm. I mean, the usual routine is kind of just like hang out and shoot the shit for a while and figure out what we're going to do. Um which usually involves like getting a snack at some point. Um, I'm kind of hanging out you know patrolling looking for, for bad guys I don't know am I missing anything important we do spend probably about 10 minutes uh, shitting
3: on Grey I mean mm-hmm. the Vice uh, talking about how like you know well, I hope we don't run into the Vice again like ah, you can
1: ruin this for us again like every freaking time well, I mean, thankfully he won't be moving very fast because kind of messed up his car the last time we saw him. Uh, yeah, that was that was funny. I wish I was there.
2: I wish I could see um, it. And then punched it a bit. I do believe, though,
0: Ryan, you have seen the the video of the vice getting pummeled with produce.
3: Oh yeah, I'm. I, that's definitely saved on Ryan's phone. I actually think that might be his screensaver right now—a still from that. <laughs>
0: Excellent. So, great, you're in fencing practice. Is that held in the gym or a different space in the school?
4: Absolutely. But I think it's the old, unrenovated gymnasium. This is kind of a rundown school, but I think there's like a nicer place where they have the school basketball games and stuff. This is probably like a older and rattier space filled with mats and pads for
1: you know, yeah, there's like all the wrestling pads rolled up in one. We wanted, we had
0: one of those at our school.
1: Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. The small yep, gym. Yep. yep, small gym.
0: Yep. Okay. So you are in the small gym, you are absolutely destroying the entire club. Um, you might be getting some glares from some other people there. Um, and you hear a thumping outside, just uh, kind of in the direction of. The, the football field. And it's kind of quiet at first. Enough that you you just kind of ignore it, but it's it's getting kind of loud. And then you hear some people
2: start screaming. How do you respond to that?
4: Gray rolls his eyes and sighs loudly, like, Man, another marching band tragedy out there? What the hell is <laughs> happening? And... He's going to head and peek his head out the door. His fencing cap, whatever they're called, I probably should know, is under his arm as he peeks his head out. And that's all that's shown on a little panel.
0: Yeah, so he is peeking his head out. I think from the angle he's at, can't see very well exactly what's going on. Um, But maybe he's quickly getting the sense that it's not the marching band. (laughs) The the ground is like a little bit rumbly. There's definitely something that it sounds like something very big is stomping around out there. And it is now causing enough commotion that Ryan and Steve, you might be hearing something too. If not the, the thumping, then the, the scrutiny.
3: I feel like, um, like Steve and I have, we've like been like in the bathroom's Getting changed into our superhero costume or something, and then like yep. when we come when we come out, Ryan is just being like a a a dickhead. Like he's just Steve like had, Steve, and,
1: Steve had a head start because like <laughs> Ryan was asleep, and okay. so when like Ryan comes out, Steve is just like sitting on top of like a dumpster eating a churro, and it's <laughs> just like with like his mask half halfway up his face, and is like, oh my god, are you ready? We go uh, where, then... where?
2: Where is my churro? I ate it. I ate it. steal your churro. Look, you took too long, and I was really
3: hungry. <laughs> I snatch it out of your hand. That is <laughs> that is my churro.
0: I'm trying to decide if that's something I'm gonna make you roll for. <laughs>
4: It sounds Steve. like a directly engage a threat to Steve. me. I mean, maybe not of her. a violent
1: variety, but of a slap fight variety, definitely. <laughs> no, um, Steve, Steve's happy to share his churro.
0: Okay.
3: If, if Steve's not resisting, then I won't
1: make you roll for it. Yeah, if, Steve's, no. if
3: Steve's not resisting, I'll also take Steve. <laughs> I'm going to take the churro out of his hand and then
1: swing him up over my
3: shoulder. And-
1: <laughs> Where are we going? Um, and I think it's at that point when Steve finally hears the thumping and the screaming in the direction of the school, like maybe half a block over, and is um that way apparently. Yeah, uh,
3: there's a panel
1: of Ryan shoving the whole rest
3: of the churro into his mouth and then speaking over it, like okay, and then he like throws Steve down and they start running. <laughs>
0: Excellent. Gray, are you trying to get a better look? Or are you thinking about suiting up at this point? What are you doing?
4: The next panel has his head turned back into the gym with a little speech bowl that says, Pierre, I think we're going to have to call practice. And <laughs> he also shouts, and Alex, practice your form. Come on, get it together. <laughs>
1: What an embarrassment. And
4: he is going to go grab his go bag that is uh, stashed around school because Black Falcon and him have go bags planted everywhere. So he has one of his suits nearby and he is going to definitely slip away to suit up in a janitor's closet. And he's going to use a boxing tape he has to. Kind of make and sling a makeshift sheath over his shoulder for his saber. He's bringing it with him. He's going to finish practice.
2: (laughs) Why
0: wouldn't he? Awesome. So, Ryan and Steve, you are approaching the school. It doesn't take you very long to figure out as you approach the school what the commotion is about Um, because there is a very large skeleton. Kind of stomping around the football field. Um, When I say large, I mean like 15 feet, which for those of you not using the American system, 4.5 meters tall.
3: I appreciate that.
0: You're welcome. (laughs) I I want you to know what you're fighting, you know? Big, big skeleton. (laughs) Yes, like a little bit like one of those Home Depot ones, but just slightly taller even than that.
4: Sick. In scale, three feet taller than Belch.
0: Yes. Whoa. You also perhaps notice that a familiar person has arrived. Looks like maybe she just got there. Um, but you do see Shatter just kind of floating on a glass disc, just kind of watching this giant skeleton.
1: Steve immediately brushes all the churro dust off of the front <laughs> of his uniform.
3: Ryan, Ryan immediately is like, do you want a boost to get up there? I'll, I'll help you.
1: Shut up, I got this. I
3: can I can throw you.
1: Steve Steve gives Brian a, a side glare.
0: In his mask.
1: Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Yes.
0: Um Steve does have a phone number for this girl. Has he used it?
1: Oh no, he has been way too terrified to do that. <laughs> Absolutely not. Um but he does have it. Um he does have it. What's it saved as in his phone? That's what I need to know. Oh man, did she? Did she say her name was Shatter? Yeah, she said Shatter. I, I think believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's yeah. She has she's saved as, as Shatter.
3: I think Ryan hacked your phone and put love hearts around it.
1: Damn it, Ryan! I really need to change my code.
0: Oh, Ryan just stole it out of your hands and held it up to your face and unlocked it that
1: way. Yeah. (laughs)
3: Snatched it just like a churro. Mm -hmm. And then just goes like, I hacked it. And you're like, that's not how hacking
1: works. That's not how hacking works, Ryan.
3: I did it. I got in.
1: You don't point your gun at someone and say, let me into your house, and then say you picked a lock. (laughs) I would never
3: point a gun at someone.
1: Oh, my... That's not the point. Anyway. Steve is going to, I guess, like, leap up on top of, like, the nearest, like, light pole or, like, phone line or something and try to think of something really clever and funny to say. And we'll probably end on something like, uh... Hey! <laughs>
0: Nice. I see that he is talking to the girl instead of dealing with the giant skeleton.
1: Well, like, what giant skeleton? She's got, like, you know, magic, and maybe he's gonna, yeah. So, uh, you know, do you know anything about uh, what this whole whole thing is? Uh,
0: It takes her kind of a second to hear him. Uh, There's a lot going on. Um, but she eventually hears him over the screams of, the marching band is there, they are running away. <laughs> um, so so maybe, maybe there's something to that that Gray was on to, but um, <laughs> she does hear him, and she turns to him and says, oh my goodness, you must be here because of Joe.
1: Um, yeah, uh, is is that uh, Steve kind of like points at the that. You you know him.
0: She is going to sort of look in the direction of the giant skeleton, confused for a second, and then say, "Oh no, that's not Joe. That's Mister Bones. Giant- Joe is the scientist who made him like that. But like, I don't know why he's so big this time."
1: Oh, okay, right. This is making way more sense. Hey, Ryan. Ryan. The skeleton's named Mr. Bones! And gives Ryan like a double thumbs up.
3: <laughs> Ryan's, Ryan's running and he's just like, okay, you got the girl, I'll get Mr. Bones! And then he just like runs in
1: towards the big skeleton. <laughs> he's gonna be like, oh, yeah. I, uh, I just probably kind of got a point. Uh... <laughs> no, no, I wasn't being sarcastic! <laughs>
3: Keep going, buddy. You're doing great. (laughs) Yeah, I'm just going to run in and punch the skeleton in the chin.
0: Okay. Is that directly engaging a threat, do you think?
3: Uh, Yeah. You have
0: a move for that, don't you?
3: I have punch everyone. Uh, Whenever you charge into a fight without hedging your bets, you can shift your danger up and any other label down. So yeah, I'm going to shift my danger up. And uh try shift my superior down. Excellent. Nice.
1: Uh, I forgot Uncle to get Patrick's my. Lesson stick.
3: Look. Stick deep. You need to tell Ryan something a couple of times before it'll sink in. <laughs> unless it's unless it's a that a girl is hot. Unless that. it's a girl's phone number. <laughs> he gets it on the first time. He has a <laughs> photographic memory for girls' phone numbers. <laughs> Uh, sweet. So I'm going to directly engage this Skellington. That is a 9, plus 1 is a 10.
2: Excellent. Oh wait, but I'm afraid. So it's an 8. Pain. Okay, so... Let's see, on a 7 to 9, you
0: pick 1. You resist or avoid their blows. You take something from them, you create an opportunity for your
3: allies, or you impress, surprise, or frighten the opposition. I always resist or avoid their blows. But I feel yeah. like this time I'm going to create an opportunity for my Steve.
2: Okay, what does that look like?
0: What kind of opportunity are you trying to create, I guess?
3: Uh, I think I'm trying to distract him. Or distract the, Mr. Bones. Okay. So like, I'm, I'm there like punching his shins, so maybe he won't look at Steve, and he'll give Steve a little bit longer to talk to the girl. <laughs> <laughs> That's the. I don't, I don't really want an opportunity for Steve to like help me in this fight. I kind of want an opportunity <laughs> for Steve to do some more flirting.
0: <laughs> priorities. I can see you both came to this fight with your priorities. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So you are punching Mr. Bones, themer and he doesn't seem particularly bothered by it, but he does kind of stop stomping around, um, g- gives the marching band a little more head start to get away from him. And um, he kind of takes a second and looks at you. I, I mean, he doesn't have eyes, but he is, you know, his head skull is looking in your direction. And since you are not resisting or avoiding his blows, he is going to just kind of pick you up. Oh, shit! <laughs> and he's just gonna kind of keep a grasp on your arm and just just kind of hold you dangling I'm still, for a second.
3: It's like dangling there, just still giving Steve the thumbs up with my <laughs> other hand.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gray, what are you doing?
4: Gray is on the nearest rooftop. One leg on, like, the rim of the building, the other on the roof, scowling as he looks down at (laughs) three people he did not want to encounter particularly today. It was a good day, he had fencing practice, but there before him are the mighty Briar and electric kid who left him absolutely creamed in a caravan, James, where he had to be dragged out by Black Falcon, so Farsec didn't pick him up. And shatter someone he's also not particularly fond of.
2: True that. Okay, so he's
0: not pleased by the company of all the people in the room. The skeleton is his favorite. <laughs> 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 is is he is he just scowling? Is he is he planning to get involved, or is is he just going to kind of see how this one plays out for a bit?
4: As Ryan is dangling in Mr. Bones' grasp, he does crack a smile under his mask, and I think he's assessing the situation. Awesome.
0: Why don't you give me that roll plus superior?
4: I have zero superior. That's a three plus a six for a nine.
0: Excellent. So you get to ask one question.
4: Let's see. What here is the biggest threat? It seems kind of obvious, but I like the plus one towards acting on the answer.
0: <laughs> Always helpful. Yeah, so there's a giant skeleton. It just, just stomping around. Um, this giant skeleton, for the most part, looks like he is like a high school science class skeleton, but big. But you do notice it looks like he maybe has something... Weird tech, like attached to uh, the vertebrae at the top of his spine. But other than that, Mr. Bones is a big skeleton. You also maybe get a, um can see that the marching band, which had looked like it was in the clear with Mighty Briar's distraction, some of them are, are kind of now starting to run back this direction. Uh,
2: which makes you think that m- maybe there's something else going on. Oh, no. <laughs> well,
4: one problem at a time, and he starts to <laughs> climb down the uh, the roof and head towards the field, just very nonchalantly,
2: I'm, calmly I'm making
4: really... his way through screaming band kids.
2: <laughs> yeah, the,
0: the band kids are having a day. This is not they were just trying to get ready for state. And mm. you know, anyway, I think this might be us coming together as a team to fight a dangerous enemy. Does
3: that
1: sound Ooh. right to people? That I'm. I sounds like we're in danger.
3: Uh, I'm fine, but if you guys want, <laughs> if you guys
1: feel in danger, that's okay.
3: We, I guess, we could do that. You know.
2: Okay. Let's see if
0: I've got this pulled up. When you enter a battle against a dangerous foe as a team add two team
2: to the pool. Who is the leader? Ooh. Well, we know who Vice thinks it is. And we know who Ryan thinks it is. <laughs> who does Steve think the leader
1: is? <laughs> that is a great question. Um hmm. <laughs> If it's
4: necessary uh, Steve can now see that Vice is sauntered on the field from, like, the far corner and is painstakingly slowly making his way towards Ryan and the skeleton.
1: I think, so, Steve is, not only is his friend in danger and dangling from a giant animated skeleton that is several times his size, he's also talking to a really cute girl right now. So he's, like, kind of freaking out. Ryan's am fine. I'm doing sorry. Doing Ryan things. But, 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 but gray actually looks cool and confident and you know the vice has got yeah the vice (laughs) has a friggin' sword now also so like i think steve looks at at the vice and is like okay at least thank thank goodness at least someone here knows what's going on and like has a plan so i think he sees gray as the leader
2: okay does Um. the leader have influence over every teammate yeah all right. Wait. Do I have oh, influence no. over Steve... Lilith? Well, she's just there.
4: <laughs> okay. Th- yeah, I have influence <laughs> he over Steve. Doesn't even know and that Ryan. she's part
0: of the team cuz Steve never called her, so
4: Perfect. Yeah, um Ryan made me their rival, so <laughs> I gained influence over them and Steve burned his influence over me. I still have influence over him. So yeah, Let's, I have yep. influence over every member of the team.
2: Okay. What is your purpose in this fight?
0: To take out giant
4: skeletons. To restore order.
2: restore To order, get back to
3: fencing practice.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Brian's is to make Steve look good.
1: Um, Steve's is to also stop skeletons. Not necessarily restore order to fencing practice, but most of the other stuff.
2: It kind of sounds
0: like two of you have the same purpose.
3: <laughs> I do. I do want to take down the skeleton, but I don't want to take down the skeleton. You know, I want Steve to take down the skeleton.
2: <laughs> oh, I will. I will
0: give it to you, since although there's some sub motivations that vary, um, mm-hmm. there's whole still- but we everyone got there. Eventually. Wants, everyone wants to take down the giant skeleton. <laughs> Okay, so that's four team in the pool. Does any team member mistrust the leader? Yes. Or the team. Okay. <laughs> um, is your team ill prepared or off balance?
2: Yeah.
1: Vice is prepared for this. I don't think we're like I don't know that I'm like super prepared, but I'm not ill prepared, you know. I think it's one of those like we like we're at least all the way changed into our super suits when this one broke out, so
2: yeah, that, I, I think fair.
0: given given where the standard for the Heartbreakers is, you know, they're not the Midnighters. This is actually pretty prepared for them. So. <laughs> I'll, I'll let you keep that one. So we have three team in the pool. Um, unless the leader of the team wanted to mark a condition to avoid m- removing the one for mistrust.
4: We will be going into battle with four team in the pool. <laughs> and wow. Vice wow. Seeing what he's up against and what is at his disposal is marking hopeless because he thinks that surely this is going to go <laughs> terribly <laughs> and God damn it, how did he get himself into this?
3: aren't you glad you've got a team now, Vives?
1: <laughs> aren't you glad you assumed leadership.
3: <laughs>
0: So we are starting with four team in the pool and a hopeless vice. So Shatter is there, but she is just kind of floating on her glass pedestal. She clocked the skeleton, but she kind of is just looking around like she's looking for someone. Ryan is, is dangling from the skeleton's grasp and
2: Steve and Vice are there. Vice has a sword. What do you do?
1: Steve's going to turn to Lilith and say, hey, look, it's uh it's been great talking to you. And Ryan would literally kill me if I didn't mention that your hair looks really awesome. But I'm, I'm going to go help my friend right now. Uh, maybe we'll uh, catch up after, okay? Bye. And then is just going to leap off the top of the lamppost he's been kind of crouching on. And is going to, he's just going head first towards this thing's face with a big old lightning fist to try and help his friend.
0: He leaps off and you you see one last shot of Shatter with the speech bubble that just says, who's Ryan? (laughs) Um, (laughs) 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 And yeah, so then we we see the electric kid (laughs) charging the giant skeleton. Do you believe that is directly engaging a threat? Oh, I believe so. Awesome. Can you give me that roll? I would love to.
1: Let's friggin' do this. Let's see. I am not afraid. And I have three danger right now. Oh my goodness. Let's go. Well, oh yeah, five and a four plus a three. Let's go. The master plan is working. (laughs) The plan is all coming together. I'm going to take something from them. Um, something being my Ryan.
0: And what does this look like on the page? You can also say what your other thing you're going to do is.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, man, I can't, okay, I need to pick something else, don't I? Um, okay, I'm going to create an, an opportunity for my allies as well. And so I think what he does is he, like, yeah, like, blasts this thing in the face and gets it to like drop Ryan and try and like climb off of his face or whatever. And then it's just trying to, yeah, just kind of like bring it down to the ground where other people can get, you know, at more than its ankles. But I am not resisting or avoiding their blows.
2: Yeah. So
0: this all works pretty well in that you free Ryan and. Some opportunity has been created. You do, in the process of this, just sort of get kicked against the, the bleachers.
1: <laughs> like one does.
0: As one does. <laughs> Go ahead and roll to take a powerful blow. I
3: would love to. <laughs> so, a rite of passage. Every yep, GM yep. must make you. Yes.
1: Oh, yes. That's another fat 12 five and a six and oh, a jesus. One. So,
0: Oh, jesus ryan's not concerned about your health just that you're looking bad in front of a girl
1: he's like um grabbing onto this thing's face and like, elect- uh, like electrifying it at the same time and he's like okay I, I think i got it guys i think i and then he like gets smacked off by the hand that was trying to hold up that was holding ryan and falls off and then just gets punted by this thing. <laughs> it bounces off of one of the uprights of the football stand up and just goes careening into his pants. <laughs> oh, I love Steve. My <laughs> poor boy.
4: There has been enough time, I think, now for Vice to have casually made his way across the field. He has drawn his saber. Off of his back like a katana, which it is not, nor should it be used like one. But he has. But it looks cool. Uh, yes, and he gestures to shatter with it and says, "Tell me what you know about this thing. I'm sure you're involved." Then he points it at Ryan and says, "Good job, champ." Kind of rolls his eyes and then points it at it, the electric kid, and says, "Sit down." And goes to <laughs> run the blade of the saber across the neck of the skeleton
1: meanwhile i think steve is going to lose control of his powers in a terrible god, way god steve no <laughs> it's
3: not god. in front of shadow
2: god damn it <laughs> i'm
1: sorry Ryan.
3: i'm sorry
0: as you take this powerful hit you kind of inadvertently start pulling power from all of the nearby power lines towards you so on the bright side, you're real charged up now. On the the downside, there's the, like you're not really super in control of all of this electricity. It's just kind of arcing everywhere. I hope you know no one was sitting on the bleachers. Fortunately, there was a bird. That there's not a bird there anymore. Oh. <laughs> and I I think the the football field maybe also is on
1: fire now. <laughs>
3: That was really great until you got kicked.
1: (laughs) Nailed it.
0: Okay. So, Vice, you have kind of taken your sword to the neck of this Mr. Bones. What'd you say you're doing there?
4: Goal was to run the Blade of the Saber across the device he spied from the rooftop. Mm -hmm. Okay. Especially with a father like his. probably took him a real long time to start carrying a cell phone or anything like that. So he's, uh, you know, smash first, ask questions later. If it's any sort of tech.
0: That makes sense. I'm going to have you unleash your powers then to see if if you're able to damage this device with your sword.
4: It's wonderful that I marked hopeless then. (laughs) That is a three plus a six plus a one minus two. So it's a ten becomes an eight.
2: Okay, so we
0: have four team in the pool if anyone wants to help him.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Steve is like, you see kind of a smoldering in the smoldering rubble in the center of what used to be half of the stands shifts. And there's like a crack of, of electricity. When Steve hauls himself to his feet and sees the vice trying to cut the power source of this thing. And he's just going to unleash just like a lightning blast to try and just overload this thing and help just absolutely fry it and make sure it ceases to function. I guess Ryan will also help
3: then. (laughs) Ryan's going to like shoot out some vines and like sort of like trap the skeleton's hands. Yeah. So they
2: so the skeleton can't like yeah hit vice away or anything. Excellent. So with that, that is a ten.
0: I think that with this team effort, you are successfully able to damage this piece of tech that is on Mr. Bones. You fry it up pretty good. And Mr. Bones just goes still. He kind of falls and there there's a big thud as he falls and he kind of falls apart like he's, he's not in one piece anymore. But yeah, so Mr. Bones is out. Um, and you see Shatter kind of float down on her, her little glass thing. She looks at the three of you and says, wow, that was like really good. But I'm, I'm worried. I'm worried that if we don't find the Joes, the other Joe is going to do something.
1: The w- I just heard the first half of that sentence.
3: <laughs> the wow! <laughs> <laughs> I think Ryan is helping Steve up, and like, yeah, like, good job, buddy.
1: Thanks. That was that was cool. The, the vines and stuff.
3: Yeah, uh, but you know, it'd be cooler if you don't get kicked by whatever is whatever Joe is.
1: I mean, yeah. What is what is Joe?
0: Oh Maybe. no 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 no. That's that's Mister Bones. Joe. Almost never kicks people.
1: Yeah, you mentioned him a couple of times. Who, who, who is he?
2: Oh well, we know each other from like this um, club of sorts. Okay,
3: Ryan's like uh, cracking his knuckles, like ah,
2: competition for my Steve. I see.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Must take out to Joe. <laughs>
0: Um, and and Lilith kind of, like, waves her hand in the direction of Mr. Bones and says, yeah, like, he, he has, like, this whole thing with the, this alien tech. I don't really understand it. But, like, he usually only does stuff like this when he and his boyfriend are fighting. And so, like, I'm worried he and his boyfriend are fighting. They're both named Joe. I know that's, like, kind of confusing. Actually, they're both named Joe Johnson. So one of them is Joe Science, and he's the one who made Mr. Bones. But his boyfriend is Joe Magic, and they're, like, always fighting about whether magic or science is better. And so sometimes things like this happen. So I'm just worried that, like, whatever Joe Magic is is going to respond with, you know.
1: Oh, okay. The Joes, I see. Mm-hmm. The Joes. Good question. Do they have the same middle name?
0: She kind of cocks her head and says, I don't know. You never <laughs> asked them. It was just, like, easier to call them Joe Magic and Joe Science. So, have are
3: Joe Magic and Joe Science here?
0: She kind of looks around and says, I think they'd be, like, nearby, but I haven't seen them yet. What do they look um, like? Well, they're both tall. Uh-huh. And before she finishes that thought, you hear more screams from the marching band. You know, there, there's kind of been some continuous screaming, but it's seems like it's escalating and you hear more stomping from it's it kind of sounds like it's coming from behind the school and you see coming from around behind the school is this not quite as big as Mr. Bones but also very large creature that is sort of humanoid shaped but looks sort of like a big pile of white rocks from this, no. this distance.
2: No, Kyra. <laughs> <laughs> no.
0: Or Shatter, Shatter looks in the direction and says, Oh yeah, see, like, that was what I was worried about. That he'd, like, summon the Teeth Man or something.
4: Why am I not surprised to find you here? Ruining another relationship with the two freakiest villains. God. Okay, well, she, can, let's circle up,
2: team.
0: <laughs> she kind of calls and, uh, her head and says, I didn't think I was, like, ruining any relationships today.
2: Justice so did this you,
0: on their own. I didn't, I didn't even talk to them today.
4: His hand that's not on his sword is kind of on his hip. Oh, so you admit to ruining relationships in the past, then?
0: I think everyone's ru- ruined a relationship at some point, you know.
4: Way to take responsibility. <laughs> Whatever.
3: (laughs) Ryan maybe will loop his arm through Vice's arm and like start dragging him away towards the Teeth Man. Just like, come on, Clampo, we gotta go, we got a Teeth Man to get.
4: As they do this, Vice is still just like turned towards Shatter and has become increasingly more belligerent. It's like, yeah, just teeth everywhere and bones. This is real convenient. Goddamn
1: everywhere I go. Teeth, ma'am? So Shatter. More and more horrifying.
0: <laughs> I did Kyra- promise to make you fight something
1: horrifying. Kyra knows my feelings
3: about teeth. He's <laughs> getting me back for making a villain with mushrooms. <laughs> yeah, that's what it feels like. <laughs>
0: And someone uses your irrational fears as,
2: as a villain.
3: <laughs> I also think, that in this moment, strange as it might seem, I think Ryan might make Vice her love. Because Ooh. This, this side of Vice that's really petty about a breakup,
2: <laughs> oh, it hits, you know? It hits. That it does.
1: Yeah, Steve felt like he was missing some context there. Um,
2: yeah, that makes sense.
1: <laughs> Ryan was just filling it all in with his own breakup story.
3: <laughs> so you get influence over me, but you already have it, so you get to shift my labels. Let's see.
4: It's how Vice sees Mighty Briar, right? Yeah. Lower your superior and up your danger if you can't mark a condition. No, that's good. That's uh, it's perfect. All right. He thinks you're dangerous. Yeah. And he's probably right.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's yeah, I think.
4: Hoping
1: is right.
3: <laughs> so I think, like, as as Mighty Briar is like dragging Vice away, she's being like, "Let's go, let's go deal with the teeth, man." It's like, oh man. I'm so sorry that like you know, you're going through a a bad breakup time. I don't know what you know Shatter has to do with it, but oh man, I've been there. That's that's really shitty. He's still shouting back at Shatter.
4: And another
1: thing, <laughs> uh- <laughs> sounds like you might have been comforting and supporting. Our little. A little grey boy? I would like to. I love to comfort I, and support. Yes, I think
0: you should roll for that. Yes. Sweet.
3: Uh cool. So I have the role friend, so when I comfort or support my love or rival, I mark potential on a hit. So if I hit this, I get to mark potential. Plus mundane.
2: Oh shit.
1: <laughs> you'll uh, love to hear it
2: that's gonna be a six
1: do you have do you have influence do no.
2: i have
3: influence? no i don't <laughs> i could use a team selfishly
2: though which i might do <laughs> yeah i think i'm gonna do that i think i'm going to
3: what am i gonna shift my labels to i'm gonna shift my mundane up and my savior down and
2: what else do I have to do
4: you have to tell us how this puts out your team in some way
3: oh yeah yeah so I think well I think it I mean it probably puts out vice as well but I think as I'm like
1: pulling vice away maybe like Steve could be cracking some really good one liners, and Ryan's just like totally <laughs> ignoring him
3: i i i do I think it's to do with the electric kid being like Ryan is normally like the first one to be like mm-hmm. fuck vice, he sucks and haha look at look at him being hit with cabbage on my phone, but is now just like abandoning Steve with the hot girl go and like fight crime with vice
1: instead of with yeah it seems like. So does he like shoot teeth from his eyes? Or like does he have the power of a t- all the strength of a tooth? Right. He does Not even have eyes.
0: <laughs> that that's Shatter's contribution to the conversation is <laughs> Yeah. Look, he I'm, does I'm, not have eyes
2: to shoot. I'm gonna teeth be from. real
1: with you here. I'm gonna be real with you here, Shatter. I'm just trying to crack a joke so I don't like die from existential terror at what I'm looking at here.
2: <laughs> she knows to goes, oh, okay. Mm-hmm.
0: And then she's she's gonna offer him a hand to get on her little glass
2: disc and go face imminent terror faster. Oh. Yeah, this
1: seems handy.
2: She laughs at that one, like, too hard.
0: <laughs> but she's just mostly proud because she got it that time. She's like, oh, uh, yeah.
1: I see what we're doing here. This is a joke. Steve's blushing, but no one can tell.
3: Right? You, yeah, you can see it.
1: It's drawn <laughs> out. Ryan can tell. Ryan
2: mm. can feel it.
3: <laughs> yeah, so despite me being selfish, and despite Vice still yelling at Shadow, apparently, you hear me, Vice. <laughs> 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 so you get to mark potential clear a condition, or conditional shift your labels if you open up.
4: Yeah, and as he's shouting... And another thing, he just turns seamlessly and says, right, breakups are the fucking worst. It was this whole thing at this Arctic villain conference. She's not who she is showing herself to be. I don't know what's up with her right now. It was this whole thing. And Dr. Primeval was involved. God, we don't have time for this as he like looks at the colossal creature of teeth that Ryan has been dragging him towards. If, does that count as opening up, Ryan?
3: That feels like the most open vice is going to (laughs) get.
4: Then um, I am going to mark potential.
0: And yeah, that's, I'm good. Excellent. Um, So you are approaching the Teeth Man. The Teeth Man is not as tall as Mr. Bones, but he is about 10 feet tall or about three meters tall. He is made of teeth. He is a giant pile of sentient teeth. (laughs) Um, I thought of him at the dentist while I was trying to dissociate. (laughs) So he, yeah, vaguely man-shaped, but he's just kind of a giant pile of teeth. He kind of looks like he packs a pretty good punch. Um, And his whole thing is that he is trying to collect more teeth to make himself bigger and stronger. So he... The only part of him that isn't teeth is he... where his hands would be are these pliers that he... Uh, um, (laughs) uh, That's horrifying. So you can see right now he has uh, tackled a member of the marching band and and looks like he is trying to extract one of their teeth with his plier hands as you approach him.
2: All human teeth? No. Uh, (laughs) uh, 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 a panel of Ryan
3: and uh, Mighty Briar and Vice arm in arm having just spoken about a breakup looking at teeth Man, and both just being like uh...
4: Vice is going to have to defend this individual there's not a way that that that's not his priority he's going to unloop his arm from Ryan's charge forward and try to run the uh, the butt of his saber into what he thinks is the head of Teeth Man. <laughs> in the head region, the the upper part. Top bit.
1: The top bit.
0: I mean there's there's kind of like a yeah, it's 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 head like
4: head adjacent area.
0: Yeah. Knock him into the teeth as it were. <laughs> Yeah, I will let you roll to defend this very unfortunate marching band individual.
1: All right. What instrument does he play?
0: Um, This is the flautist.
1: That's rough.
2: Yeah, could r- put a real
1: damper on their career. At least he's not like trying to run with a tuba.
2: <laughs> that's true.
4: He didn't really get away, so it doesn't matter much. Uh, That's a four plus a six plus
1: a zero for a ten. Heck yeah.
0: Alright, when you defend someone from an immediate threat... Um, okay, for NPC threats on a hit, you keep them safe and choose one. So you add team to the pool, take influence over someone you protect, or clear a condition.
1: I'm going to clear guilty. If he's hot, you might want influence. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> I, th-
0: I thought you were talking about the teeth, man. Um, <laughs> The Teeth Man is... You know, everyone has a type, but uh, I don't I don't know that the Look, Teeth Man is anyone. Once type. you
1: get past the teeth, he's got some redeeming qualities.
0: There's nothing once you get past the teeth except for the pliers, so...
1: <laughs> he's just teeth, Michael.
4: <laughs> While I appreciate the comparisons between The Vice and Mighty Briar, this is a flautist, and The Vice <laughs> does have standards, so... I I don't know what about this individual could have been, like, hot enough to get past that. So, uh... He's good clearing guilty for now.
0: My (laughs) advice is strictly... Trumpet or higher,
1: you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. All brass, no (laughs) brakes.
0: But no tubas
1: either. (laughs) I
4: mean, I feel like you need to get into the the high class celloist orchestra symphony level stuff before you've piqued his interest okay, if he's not putting okay. on a tuxedo and going to the symphony <laughs> to see you is it really worth his time
0: we're learning so much about vice today this is all good to know the future
1: <laughs> is this called She's... character building
0: <laughs> i clearly
4: need to because everyone has these ideas about him and we'll just like <laughs> eventually flesh out his character
0: he's a man of mystery and taste um okay (laughs) so you do manage to run your sword into his head area and it just kind of sticks there um the you know the teeth form around it and your your sword's kind of stuck in his head area now but he does look up you know you've got his attention he gets off of the the flattest uh who runs very fast (laughs) away
3: um what is everyone else doing ryan's
2: wishing he could run away with the flattest
4: (laughs) without even looking back vice says you better have my back mighty briar don't
3: let this be like the caravan james Ah, uh, always with the caravan, James. God damn, it's so so sensitive. And then I think Ryan will The sword is just stuck in Teeth Man. Yeah. Uh, i don't wanna put my I don't wanna put my fists near that. I think Ryan's gonna reach out some brambles and try to like trip Teeth Man over. Does trip does Teeth Man have legs?
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: When when I, when I say vaguely legs. human,
0: yeah, yes. <laughs> when I say vaguely human shaped, I mean like, like a, the sort of human a, a three year old would draw. Like, you okay. know, he's got legs and he's got arms with pliers at the end of them and like a torso and a head, but yeah, it's all just okay. a pile of teeth.
3: I'm gonna try to trip over the teeth legs with my brambles. <sighs>
0: it was an excellent sentence you just uttered (laughs) let's see I think we're gonna call that unleashing your powers it sounds like you're reshaping your environment perhaps my
3: teeth environment
0: (laughs) Um, I
1: would like to reshape the teeth please
3: (laughs) would this be uh considered barreling through an insurmountable barrier (laughs) at all um Intermittable psychological barrier? (laughs) It does feel that way. Uh, Because I have a minus one to that. Oh, never mind. That's a nine.
0: Nine total or nine... I guess it does
2: not matter. Well, unless someone wants to. You do have one team left in the pool. Yeah. Steve's really busy flirting right now.
4: (laughs) I think as Mighty Briar's Brambles trip up Teeth Man and they're tumbling towards the ground. Vice just kind of shoves his boot against the hilt of the sword and kind of pushes it through right before it like makes contact to just amplify the blow.
0: Excellent. So you do successfully trip the Teeth Man. He falls pretty hard. Um, he falls hard enough that... Many teeth just sort of break off and scatter onto the uh, uh, lawn. <laughs> <yuck. laughs> so he is smaller now. Um, he's he's still got a lot of teeth, and you can kind of see that he's trying to like pull the teeth that fell when he hit the ground back towards him. But uh, you you have uh, throwing him off up. his balance.
4: One by yeah. one, with a plier hands. He pretends to eat them, and they just become part of his form.
1: (laughs) I hate teeth, man. (laughs) (laughs) Steve is going to see his opportunity and go for it, and is going to run forward. So I'll do, like, yeah, like a cool, like, jump and, like, three-point stance that I don't, like, really fumble up that bad, and then run over and, like, shoot lightning out, to try and magnetize his plier hands. And I'm gonna try and rip the hands out of his teeth body. <laughs> so he doesn't have them anymore.
0: The Excellent. I believe that is also it could be directly engaging a threat. it could be unleashing your powers. I, don't
1: know. I was I was angling for an unleash my powers, but <laughs> I will support your decision either way.
0: That does to me, I mean, it's it's a little of both. I think it does sound like you are reshaping your environment. Cool, um, cool. again, so I will
1: let you roll freak to unleash your powers. excellent, even though my danger is actually higher because <laughs> <laughs> oh, you hang out with Ryan too much. Because I hang out with Ryan, <laughs> yeah, that's a two and a six plus two for 10 total. <laughs> Excellent. So you rip the pliers right out of this teeth man
0: and send them just like flying across the the lawn of the school. And you see the teeth man doesn't really do facial expressions because he doesn't have a face, but he does seem a little concerned now. He's, he's still smaller because he's missing a bunch of his teeth. <laughs> oh. And he kind of for a second looks torn over whether he should be trying to recollect the teeth or go get his plier hands. Um he does opt for the plier hands, so you see him start moving to, in the direction the pliers went so so you've definitely got him uh have you guys, on the run.
3: Have you guys seen the Joes yet? I don't I don't wanna I don't wanna battle teeth
2: Man anymore. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Vice looks at his saber and all the teeth marks in it, and kind of just <laughs> gives like a yeah.
3: Steve, did you see? Did you see any Joes while you were on that, on the glass
1: platform? Hang on, hang on. I had something. I had this something for this. Wait for it. Wait for it. Disarming. That's it. Boom. Nailed it. And he's like clicking the little pliers together. Um. I'm sorry. What am I looking for?
3: Right. <laughs> <Ryan. laughs> ryan is just like the disgusted face and he's just like dude i i love you but i i wanted it's teeth man
0: wait was that it's teeth comma man or it's teeth man
1: it's both <laughs> Yeah, uh, Shatter, have you seen any either of the, the, the Joes here? She
0: kind of holds up a finger. She's got her phone out. And you <sighs> hear her phone. Finally, someone answers and you hear her say, oh, my goodness, Joe. Why are we doing this again? <laughs> we, we, we still don't know where they are, but one of the Joes has answered their phone at least. And you hear some some kind of muffled conversation, and you see Shatternaught a couple times, and (laughs) she looks up and says, "They said they'd like call off their lovers' quarrel if if you guys like voted on which one of their creatures was scarier. They they like feel like that would settle
3: it.
1: There's Teeth Man hands down, Mr. Bones and and the the Teeth Man, Mr. Bones and the Teeth Man. Oh, it's gotta be." Teeth Man, right? Steve's like looking between Chatter and Briar and Yeah, 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 yeah. Teeth Man
3: hands down.
4: Did Science Joe even really think he stood a chance? That other thing is fucking horrifying. <laughs> As he watches the stumbling just amalgamation of teeth try to put itself back together without <laughs> plier hands.
0: <laughs> um, and you you hear Lillis say, yeah, like, Joe, I, I'm so sorry, but like, they they definitely think that the teeth man was like scarier, but for what it's worth, I definitely know that Mr. Bones was like the taller of the two. <laughs> and he did push my friend like really hard.
1: Yeah, I went really far.
3: <laughs> but you didn't get it, it, it wasn't that bad.
1: Like, you could just brush that off because you're tough. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, obviously, uh, <clears> he <throat> straightens his vest a little.
2: The
0: football field is still on fire in the background of this. Uh,
1: <laughs> <panel>. <laughs> Sounds like some kind of water superhero's job. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, and you hear Lilith um, or Shatter on the phone just say yeah okay well like next time maybe you should just like go to therapy like we told you to and then she hangs up and you see the teeth man um, just fall apart into teeth that, that are no longer connected uh, uh, an actual pile of teeth on the ground he has been unsummoned by
1: Joe Magic
3: I am not helping clean that up. That's not, that's not our job, right?
1: Oh, no. That's like a job for, I don't know. Not me, though. Definitely Mm-mm. not me.
2: <laughs> I'm
4: sure someone wants Shadow- the dental records.
3: <laughs> Shadow, you've got some, like, messed up friends. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, I've I've heard that before. Uh, I she guess can't as long of as you're away, a glance at,
1: at, at Vice. <laughs> <laughs> I love Vice's little just indignant. <laughs> 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 Dude, that was like some I did not know you knew how to sword fight. Vice
4: sheaths the saber on his back and says yeah, well maybe you can learn if you're not always trying to blow
1: up my car. I I do apologize about that. I, yeah, um
4: It's whatever. I'm getting it back in a week.
1: Oh, see? It's just a week then. I know some pretty cool buildings where it's really easy to jump on the subway that's passing. Makes getting around a little easier.
4: The artist who draws Vice draws it in such an indignant way that it's very evident that that's just... That's like suggesting he open his mouth wide and let Mr. Teeth Man go wild. Uh... Um, <laughs> Uh Yeah, I think I'll pass, but I do think he takes out and tosses at Mighty Briar, Electric Kid, and Shatter just three little nondescript Black Falcon burner phones and says, these things are self-scrambling and all you have to do is hit star and it'll auto-load with what you are authorized to get from the Black Falcon contact list.
1: Whoa! This is so cool! Wait, do, has he used this phone to kill anyone? I mean,
2: you <laughs> oh, no,
4: not like... Vice very, like, just feign seriously is, is, like, points that phone. That one right there. Yeah, I spent hours trying to get all the blood off of it. You're welcome. <sighs>
2: Whoa! Ew! Vice, why would you give my electric
3: kid that phone?
4: He's just staring at both of them. (laughs) Unhappily. Little editor's note in the bottom. The Mm -hmm. vice quietly seethes.
3: Ryan's like holding the phone with like two fingers away from him like, I don't know if I I don't know if I want, like, was Blackfell I don't know, I'm He's, can't we, like, tracking me or whatever with this thing? Can't we just, like, make a group chat or something?
4: Black Falcon has much better things to do than keep track of where you are. But if you don't want it, you don't have to keep it. You know, I just thought, since you keep calling us a team with big air quotes made right there, we should have a way to, like, get a hold of each other or something.
1: Yeah, this is so cool! It's like... Like like your Commissioner Gordon and Brian and I, or or Briar and I, are are Batman and Robin. Which which one of us is Batman? I mean you obviously.
2: Oh well I, actually I, I kinda thought it was you, I thought I was Robin.
1: Oh. I mean, um, sure,
2: yeah. <sighs>
0: Shatter kind of cocks her head and says I've like never heard of the Batman. Is he a man made out of bats?
1: Pretty much. Yes. Oh, okay. Imagine Teeth Man, but bats. That's him. That is what she was picturing. <laughs> Biblically accurate Batman. <laughs>
4: <laughs> so, are we going to do anything about the Joes, or are we just going to let this slide? As he stares at the pile of teeth on the ground,
0: Uh, Shatter kind of looks at her phone and says, They kind of sounded like they were like gonna be like making out. And like, if you want to interrupt that, like that, you could do that, but I, I think it would be gross personally. And like, also, I still
2: don't know where they're at.
1: Oh, yeah, that's also a problem.
2: I mean, I only got half a churro. So, yeah, do you guys want to go you- eat food? Vice's stomach growls loudly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, Lilith kind of snaps her fingers and points and says, Yes.
4: <laughs> okay, yeah, where are we
1: going? Oh, man. Well, there's this super authentic Mexican place around here that has like the best street tacos. Ooh, 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 or we could go to like the, the the guy who sells those carnitas. Or there's like the uh oh there's that uh the, the the mini pizza food truck.
2: Ryan has just been
3: like yes, yes, yes at every single suggestion you make.
4: <laughs> Fice is trying to figure out how he's going to eat with a mask on. <laughs> and thus is not super engaged in the the decision-making, or he would have absolutely suggested something more posh, somewhere probably across town. Ah, uh, just someplace just stupid expensive. Like an experimental sushi place where you eat in the dark and someone feeds you or something ridiculous like that. That was like his solution to getting around, having his mask off.
1: <laughs> yeah, Steve's just naming all of his like, favorite food trucks and stuff and the bird
3: Come on, Vice. we'll get you a smoothie you could stick a straw through that mask, I'm
2: sure
4: <laughs> He doesn't know where they're going so he's going to like charge to the end of the street and then look back Where are we going?
0: Shatter is going to kind of catch up to steve she's been walking a little bit behind
2: and say does this like mean that i'm on the team
1: i mean sure yeah if you want
2: like
0: i just like wasn't sure because like you never called me oh
1: yeah sorry i um i um i yeah well well now that we're on a team yeah, we can we can talk all the time and hang out. It'll be super fun,
2: right? You see her grin really widely and say, Yeah, yeah, it will be. Cool. <laughs> and I think if no one else has anything,
0: we end our comic on the Heartbreakers together fully as a team for the first time enjoying which food truck did they settle
1: on oh definitely the little mini pizza place okay it's a a classic ryan is shoving a whole mini pizza into his (laughs) mouth
4: the vice ducked into an alley real quick and he comes back with his mask in one hand and like kind of a pretty big brown paper bag and like (laughs) on his head with like little eye cutouts And he's just like sticking pizza up through the bottom of it and eating it that
1: way. Steve has like his mask pulled up over his nose and is like has is like halfway through a bite when he sees Vice walk around the corner with the bag on his head. He's just like, uh, what?
0: And I believe Shatter has never seen a pizza
2: so small and is quite intrigued by that. So she's pretty focused on the pizza. (laughs) Awesome. Yeah, I
0: think we get our parting shot of kind of zoomed out them sitting around a little picnic table near the mini pizza joint and just enjoying their dinner after stopping Mr. Bones and the Teeth Man and that's where we'll end
4: wonder world comics is an actual play podcast of masks a new generation by brennan conway this issue was gm'd by kyra nelson who can be found on twitter at kyra m nelson mighty briar is played by kaylee newberry who can be found on their twitter at kaylee underscore newberry the electric kit is played by michael dunham who can be found on his twitter at Galvanic Man. The Vice is played by Justin Reed, who can be found on his Twitter at WWComicsStitch. Wonderworld Wonderworld Comics is produced by Michael Dunham, and it is edited by Michael Dunham and Justin Reed. The music is from Dvorak Symphony number 9. Do you have questions or comments? You can get a hold of us on Twitter at WWComicsPodcast, or send us an email at www.comicspodcast at gmail.com.